to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are going to be looking at the case of Her Majesty's Attorney General and Crossland. The citation for this case is 2021 UKSC 58. And this is the last case from the Supreme Court in 2021. And it's a slightly strange and fun one because it is asking a rather existential question. Can the Supreme Court hear appeals from itself? It's almost like one of those Buddhist riddles along the lines of if a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? The facts of the case are almost equally as bemusing. Tim Crossland is a barrister and a staunch environmentalist who took part in an appeal to the Supreme Court as a director of Plan B. Plan B is a charitable organisation that spends time bringing legal action as part of a broader campaign against climate change. The case in question was about the proposed expansion of Heathrow Airport, but Plan B lost that case. Before the judgment is officially delivered, a confidential draft is sent to the parties about a week in advance. However, Crossland revealed the decision ahead of time and openly admitted that he had, quote, reached the embargo as an act of civil disobedience, end quote. Civil disobedience or no, the Attorney General still made an application to the Supreme Court alleging that Crossland had acted in contempt. A three-justice panel of the Supreme Court agreed with that allegation and fined him £5,000 plus certain costs. Now, Crossland appeals from the Supreme Court, in its guise as a court of first instance, to the Supreme Court, in its capacity as an appellant court, questioning whether the Supreme Court should be where that appeal is heard and also if the finding of contempt alongside the fine was indeed correct. It's at this interesting juncture that we pick things up. The first question was about the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court, and for the majority of the panel, they did have jurisdiction to hear this appeal. Under Section 13 of the Administration of Justice Act 1960, there is a right of appeal from the Supreme Court when it is exercising its jurisdiction to hear contempt cases. Furthermore, there is a right to appeal from any court, and Section 13 expressly includes the Supreme Court within that definition. While it might seem strange that one can appeal from the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court, it's not that difficult to understand once you know that it is an appeal from a three-justice panel to a five-justice panel made up of different justices. That sorted out the question of jurisdiction, but this new panel of justices also had to deal with the merits of Crossland's actual appeal as well. Here it was held that there was no material error in the original factual consideration of the case. What this barrister did was indeed contempt of court. In human rights terms, the embargo was an interference with the right to freedom of expression under Article 10 of the European Convention on Human Rights, but that interference was justified because it was prescribed by law and pursued a legitimate legal aim. The interference could also be said to be proportional as well because Crossland was free to say what he liked about the decision only a day later, after the final judgment was to be handed down. Any accusations of bias were also unfounded. For a start, the proceedings were brought by the Attorney General and not the Supreme Court itself, so there was independence in the original allegation. Beyond that, as we've already discussed, there was a difference in personnel between the first instance and this appeal panel. In other words, none of the justices on the original case were also involved in this judgment. Finally, the actual fine and ruling on costs were held not to be oppressive or unjust, 
the first instance panel made no error of legal principle and the decision was made in accordance with what is to be expected in criminal proceedings. As we move on to our own analysis now, I think we can add to this decision that the fine is also there to discourage this type of behaviour in the future. The judgments are kept in draft for good reason, and breaching the embargo serves to undermine that. Crossland was right that his act of civil disobedience did bring more attention to the Heathrow case, but he also has to accept that his decision to do that has criminal consequences. More generally, I think we can add that this is a very strange case, and that in an ideal world, you would not have appeals going from the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court. However, being a contempt case that originated in the Supreme Court, this is also very exceptional circumstances, and there is no perfect solution. Lady Arden dissented in this case and argued that the Supreme Court should not have jurisdiction to hear this appeal. This is because the way that the proceedings should have been dealt with is that the Supreme Court has an inherent jurisdiction to review an order if there is a serious injustice. But that is not the case here, and so that inherent jurisdiction should not have been exercised. Nevertheless, I think that actually choosing to hear the appeal with a different panel remains the correct approach because it shows that the Supreme Court is willing to consider that it has made a mistake and will still do everything in its power to achieve justice, even if that means constituting a different panel to hear an appeal. Meanwhile, the very unique circumstances mean that this doesn't now open the floodgates to some sort of new appeal route. As ever, the Supreme Court remains the final port of justice in the UK. The buck stops there. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. A quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter, we looked at the resignation of Cressida Dick as the chief of the Metropolitan Police, as well as a range of other subjects. So if that's something you're interested in, then do check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!